السلام عليكم ورحمه الله بسم الله الحمد لله وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم الحمد لله i don't think the brother started with the time um, but if you want me to go with no time limit i can go with no time limit right but if not okay there it is mashallah uh, and please forgive me uh, i'm used to speaking on uh, a stage uh, that is the back of me there's nothing and in the front of me where all the people are so this is very new to me uh, and this is nice this is like subhanallah i'm looking at the lights and stuff you know this is very very nice mashallah uh, and i hope the videos all come out well uh, and i hope that more people next year will want to come to ali because of all of these beautiful improvements that you all have made alhamdulillah um, so if i'm over here talking and then i switch over here or i'm over here talking and i switch over there or if i just stay here and talk there please everyone forgive me uh, mashallah because uh, he introduced me like an entertainer, but we're not entertainers, right? We're not entertainers. Our sole purpose and our sole job behind anything that we say or anything that we do is to help someone get closer to God. That's all I'm here for. So if you found anything cool about me, or if you find something that you like, or this or that or this or that, then I pray that it helps you get close to God. Because if it doesn't, it may be something that I have to repent for. It may be something that I have to ask Allah Ta'ala to help me and to protect me from. So whatever it is that you see in me that you like, I hope what you see in me that you like is something that's going to help you get close to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Right? Not just me though. Not just me. Anybody that you like. Any influencer. Any rapper, any singer, any jazz cat daddy, whoever he is, any, uh, subhanAllah, those girls who do the hijabi tutorials and all this and all that, whoever they may be, if the reason you like them is going to help you get close to Allah, then alhamdulillah. But if it's anything other than that, then a'udhu billah. You got me on that. So that's first and foremost. I just want to say that as a, um, a precursor because I'm just so scared today that young people, you don't even know why you like what you like. You don't even know why you don't like what you don't like. And the Prophet is that he says something which means that there's going to come a time when men will be killed and not know what they were killed for. And men will kill and not know what they're killing for. And I think we live in those times. So killing is on a whole different extreme. Okay. We'll take the same sentiment. Today, you like someone else's clothes and you don't know why you like it. Today, you hate someone's clothes, but you don't know why you hate it. And what it's coming from, all these influencers, all these people who you look up to, all these quote-unquote role models. And what happens is, is that too many of us are starting to love bad company. And we're starting to love people who promote bad things. And we're starting to love things that are anti-Islam. We love the non-Muslims. Oh my goodness. 
We love it. All the brothers, all the men were trying to get that nice suit like the non-Muslims, like the Europeans, and wear that watch and drive that car. SubhanAllah, I know what's up. It is what it is, and may Allah help us. But all of our sisters, not all of them, but some of them are trying to be like the non-Muslim women. Hijab has come to make you a non-sex object, but you want to be like the non-Muslim woman and turn yourself back into a sex object. But alhamdulillah, Allah already told us sometimes we will love things that are bad for us and we will hate things that are good for us, right? And maybe I'm missing you because this topic that I'm speaking about is good company. First and foremost is that each of you, including myself, but every single one of you, before we speak about good company, I'm begging you to please make sure that you are not the bad company. That's first and foremost. So before we speak about bad company, and we speak about people doing bad things, and stuck for the law, brother, stuck for the law, sister, before we get into all of that, my thing is, especially to my youth, especially to my youth, please don't be the bad company. Don't be the bad company. I'm begging you. And sometimes today, our parents don't know, but some of us right here in this room are the bad company. But here's the thing about good company and about bad company, right? SubhanAllah is that people are known by what they do. People are known by what they do. And you're going to be categorized or classified in a group of people by what you do. So if you're a person who prays, alhamdulillah, everyone's going to categorize you amongst the people who pray. Right? If you're a person who smokes, then you are a part of the smokers community. And everyone's going to categorize you with the people that smoke. Even if you don't know every person in the world who smokes, you're a part of the smokers community. Because good company and bad company is a universal concept. Because good people are a part of the good people no matter where they are. Even if you don't know them. If you are sincerely a good person, you are a part of the other sincerely good people. And together, you are the people that Allah Ta'ala is speaking about in the Quran when he says good people. Even if you don't know them, you're a part of them. Likewise, if you are a part of the bad people, then you are in the community of all of the bad people, even if you don't know them. Because people are known by what they do. So, for instance, alhamdulillah, uh, we made, I made my umrah my first time, mashallah, right? And we came back on Wednesday. And subhanAllah, we live in New Jersey. This is the east coast of America. And the climate there. It's very, very different. I was talking to Sister Barbara today. She's from New Jersey, alhamdulillah. And mashallah, she's, uh, she's one of the aunties who happens to be a white woman, and I'm a young black man. And mashallah, I have more in common with her here probably more than anyone else, right? More in common with her here than probably anyone else. She understands the context, what it means to be from New Jersey. When my family was going around the Kaaba, my mother said, I've never met Muslims this nice and this peaceful. 
My mother's been a Muslim since 1988. She took shahadi a couple years before I was born. 1980, and my father a little longer than that, right? And literally last week, we were going around the Kaaba, and she says, wow, these Muslims are so peaceful. And I think to myself, I said, mom, you know, we've been Muslim. You've been Muslim maybe 30 years now, something like that, and you're just now figuring out Islam is peaceful? But if you're from New Jersey, then you understand how someone can miss that. You would understand how someone can be a Muslim, say, La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah, and then get treated bad by other people who utter the same thing. If you're from New Jersey, you would understand this, right? Here's the thing. Well, trying to kiss the black stone, that was, that's difficult for anyone. So everyone trying to kiss the black stone, uh, anything that happened there for anyone, alhamdulillah, we forgive, we pray everyone forgives us. Amin, amin, right? But on the outside of the Kaaba, right, and making our... Uh, suffering Marwa and all of that, mashallah, my mother was very, very happy. And I thought to myself, I said, subhanAllah, we don't even know these people. We don't even know these people. We don't know anyone, everyone we can see, and there were so many people, we don't even know these people. But because we were all there doing the same thing, those people were like our family. And they were helping us and showing us and saying, no, brother, not this way. Go this way. No, brother, not over here. Over there. And you go into Masha'Allah and you get lost. And they say, no, brother, come with me. Maybe if he meets me on the street, he's not going to say the same thing. But he knows I'm here doing this. I'm with him. So about company, please understand that you are amongst the people who do the same thing as you. Right? So we'll take it to social media. Because everybody's on social media, right? Everyone can't live without social media, right? If you're the one on there always posting something bad, if you're the one on there always putting some uh, fuel to the fire, if you're the one on there always with a, a negative comment and you're saying, yeah, I'm trying to give dawah though, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, 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 whatever, right? You're always the one on there, and whenever the problem's around, you're around the problem. You're a part of the problem. You're a part of the problem. And what scares me today about the Muslim youth and elders, please, I'm not saying that any of your children are bad people. I'm not saying that. So for all of my uncles and all of my aunties, please don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying your children are bad people. But what I am saying is that sometimes is that them and me get influenced by bad people, and it helps us do bad things. So my mom used to always say, you're guilty by association. Okay, your friend did it, that friend did it, that friend did it, you did it too. I say, mom, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. And I really didn't do it. I really, really didn't do it. But that's not how they're going to look at me when they look at me and my friends. No, you and your friends, you all do that. So if you're really the one who doesn't do what your friends do, then you need to find new friends. Because friends are compatible. Friends do the same things. And if you are the friend who's doing the bad thing, then please stop being the bad company. And I don't want to make this a broad world concept thing, but I want to tell you about your family. Because none of us have spent more time with other human beings more than we spent time with our mothers and our fathers, our brothers and our sisters. Some of us, na-na and pop-pop too. But that's who you are. 
And the thing about being a part of a group, being a part of a community, is that when you go out in the world and do something, is that you affect how the whole looks at all of us. So your dad, alhamdulillah, he goes and does a good job and works. They say, man, mashallah, you know, Brother Sharif has a great family. But then uh, Sharif's son, he goes out and he says some bad curse words and everyone sees it on the internet. Then they say, oh, Brother Sharif's son, I don't know about that family. But it's never just Brother Sharif. It's never just his son. It's always us. And the Ummah is the same way. The Ummah is the same way. Ibn Ali, I go out and do something, they're going to say, those Muslims? Now here's the thing, other than Sister Barbara, is that none of us have much in common, except La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, and that's okay. That's absolutely okay. But the point that I'm trying to make to you is because I'm a person that prays, because, excuse me for spitting, because I'm a person that prays, and because you're a person that prays, they're going to group us in all together. So I don't want to give you something non-practical that you can't take back with you. I don't want to stand here and say, you guys be good and don't be bad. No, I'm going to say is that, hey, as human beings, sometimes you're good and sometimes you're bad. That's what I want to say. Sometimes you're good and sometimes you're bad. That's a human being. And we live in a reactionary society now. Where someone does something, we go to social media, that guy's bad, that guy's good, that guy's this, that guy's that. And it is literally killing our chances at building wholesome communities. Because here's the thing, all of us believe in God. If you believe in God, raise your hand. Trick question. I just want to see who's listening to me, who's not listening, right? right? If you believe in God, raise your hand. Right? So a part of believing in God is that you believe that he has created everything. If you believe that Allah Ta'ala has created everything and has willed even the fineness of when to move in a particular direction, if you have this kind of belief in God, raise your hand. So this means if a person does good, don't praise them too much. Allah Ta'ala allowed them to do good. So don't make him the superstar of the world. Don't, oh, he's an influence. Let's all follow him. No, alhamdulillah, look at Allah. Allah did a great thing and let that brother be good. Right? But don't praise them too much. On the flip side, when people do bad, when people do bad, Allah Ta'ala created for them to do bad. And everything that Allah does, it has a wisdom and a reason behind, but he created for them to do bad. So don't judge them too harshly. Don't judge them too harshly. And I say that particularly to parent and child. I partic specifically, excuse me, to parent and child. If your child, alhamdulillah, is one of the good guys, then please don't brag about him to the other parents. My son's so good. My daughter's so good. Alhamdulillah. We say alhamdulillah. But check it out. If your kid's the bad kid, quote unquote, right? Don't, don't even care about the other saying, her son's so bad. Her daughter's so bad. Don't even worry about it. So that's from the side of our parents. From the youth, don't be the bad 
company. Don't kill Islam. Don't kill the meaning of Islamic sisterhood. Don't kill the meaning of Islamic brotherhood. I'm begging you, please. So before you post on your social media, realize you come from a group of people. And they're going to look at me without even knowing me based off your actions. So please think about me too. And lastly, or not lastly, but for this particular point, for those bad people in our good communities, we have to find a way to forgive them, to reconcile with them, and to bring them back up to par. Our community is only as strong as the weakest one amongst us. That's it. I don't have to say it in a fancy way, and I don't care if someone thinks something different. Our community is literally only as strong as its weakest member. Period. So if you got someone who wronged you in the community, go seek forgiveness. If you've wronged someone, subhanAllah, if you've wronged someone in the community, please go seek their forgiveness. If someone has wronged you in the community, please forgive them, even without them seeking forgiveness. But I'm begging you, amongst the community, among, and you guys have a beautiful community, I'm telling you. I do this week in and week out, and I'm telling you from being there last year, coming here this year, and staying here all day, you all have a beautiful community, a model community that others around the world could learn from. I'm telling you this. And subhanAllah, I'm not one to uh, say things just so you can like me. I don't care if you like me or not. Trust me. Right? I'm saying that because I'm, from what I see of so many communities, this is a nice community. Okay, the elders don't understand the youth. The youth don't understand the elders. But you guys at least are willing to talk. You're at least willing to open up the uncomfortable conversation. At least you're willing to do this. At least the fathers are saying, okay, let me see what you kids want to do. Okay, what do, you, what do you kids want to do? I don't get it, but I'll do it. Okay, what's up? At least you have fathers like that. Say alhamdulillah. And subhanAllah is that you young people, is that amongst you all, I don't see you trying to take advantage of the elders and what they don't know like I see in some other communities. And I'm not speaking bad about any other community. May Allah Ta'ala have all of our communities, especially mine. Ameen, ameen. But the point that I'm making is, is that you all have a good relationship. But with some mercy, with some forgiveness, and with some understanding, our relationships can grow. And the weak spots in the community, the, sport, the sore spots in the community, the blemishes in the community, we can do away with those if we have some forgiveness and some mercy. So, alhamdulillah, last year we spoke about empowerment, and we spoke about empowering our elders and empowering our youth. And then there was a young man, right, uh, Mr. Abdul Fatah, who came and he helped empower my set. So I seen him today, and I said, are you ready? He said, he's ready, mashallah. So because he knows you better than I do, right, and because his context of language is, is, is going to be more compatible with what you know of than mine, is that I'm going to give him just two or three minutes to share a poem about forgiveness, inshallah. Everyone snap it up for him. Bismillah. Man, it got to be good. It's not good. They're going to get me. So I just have a quick poem about forgiveness. 
And uh, I go by the name the Quran poet. So all my pieces start with verses from the Quran. So I'll be lahim in a shaitan al rajim. Wallahu yuridu ayatubalaikum. Wa yuridu ladina yatabiruna shahawati antamilu mailan adima. Yuridu allahu ayyukhafifa'ankum. The pursuit for perfection is what drowns all men in seas of standards. Paper never gets put to pen for the ink is always there and sheets always lay. Why write my heart out if it'll simply stop beating another day? Why take the time to conjure all these rhymes, philosophize over philosophers and the philosophies in their times as the clock continues to tick and the talk continues to fly for when will I realize I have my own set of eyes and when will I realize I was given my own free will and when will I repent to the one who gave me this health before I fall terminally ill I've seen close friends and family buried as the graveyard is still but when will I cry over my shortcomings and leave my heart out to spill my Lord has saved me and guided me through hardship, but when will I praise Him and ask Him for pardon? My Lord has invited me to His house and cleansed me with His mercy, but when will I thank Him for the gift of that journey? I walked where the greatest man first preached the message, sat in circles with scholars as we broke our fast under the faded crescent. The serenity of Mecca and Medina will never be matched. Surrounded by so much knowledge that I haven't even scratched. Understanding that a dark heart cannot obtain the wisdom of this religion. So I absorbed the peaceful aura and prayed for my sins to be forgiven. This world is paradise for the sinner and for the pious a prison. O son of Adam, turn back to the one who provided you with plenty of provision. O daughter of Eve, consult with your maker before making worldly decisions and... Remember that everyone makes mistakes. Even the four great imams fell into sin too to the point where it affected their memory who would have knew. Imam Shafi'i ran to his teacher after transgressing against his Lord. He realized that his memory was not the same as before. So in order for his gift of retaining to be restored, his teacher told him, Abandon rebellion for knowledge is light and the light of Allah is not bestowed upon a rebel. Thank you. Again, give him another round of applause, alhamdulillah. So he's a poet, and as poets do, the, the poets have a lot of poetry. And so, alhamdulillah, I was expecting a different one, but that one was, mashallah, fantastic, right? And if you didn't take anything from what he said, right, because, again, we're talking about good company. So first, if he's not your friend, then be his friend. <laughs> no, 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 right? But is that... When will we start to think for ourselves? Because here's the thing. You can't be good company in any company that you're in if you're not sure about who you are. And if you're not confident about who you are. And if you don't truly, truly believe in the principles and the foundations that you're standing on. 
who will we be? Who will we be? And so today, alhamdulillah, is that I'm happy on Facebook because everybody's happy. And then I'm sad on Facebook because everybody's sad. And how could I not be sad? That would make me unpopular. How could I not be? But and then there's a problem that happens because now I'm angry on Facebook because everybody's angry. And then the way that that translates to real life is that when we all come together and sit like this together in real company, in real time, we don't even know how to feel. You don't even know how to feel sitting in our seats looking at each other and touching each other and smelling each other's breath and the smell of his cologne or our perfume who's sitting next to me. But on Facebook, we know how to feel because, you know, everybody's happy. And so about this conversation revolved around company is that the best way that you help a whole or a group, because no one keeps company by themselves, right? The idea of having company is to be with someone or some, some, some people, something, right? Is to try your best to be the good company. And I can't say it enough. I am begging you all. Please start to make it an important part of your life to be a part of the good people who spread good works and who do good things in public and in private. And inshallah, when you die, you'll be accounted amongst that particular community of good people. Inshallah. Because here's the thing. If I do a certain thing every day, Every day, every day, every day, every I'm going around the day, it's a circle, so I'm going to use it like a clock, right? Every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. This is where I started, right? Every day I do the same thing. How many people know they're going to die? Raise your hands. If you know you're going to die, raise your hand. You know, every soul shall taste death. <laughs> right? Keep your hands raised. If you know you're going to die, if, there, if there's anyone who's never going to die, you know, I like to meet you, you know, because I'm going to die. So, you know, right? Is that if you, if you know, if you know when you're going to die, raise, keep your hand raised. You don't know when Allah Ta'ala is going to call you back. So, okay, how many of you know some elders that died? MashaAllah. Right? How many people you know, some middle-aged people in their 40s who died? MashaAllah. How many of you know some younger people, right, in their 20s who've died? MashaAllah. Rahimahullah. How many of you know some teenagers that died? How many of you know some, uh, some toddlers or big kids that died? And how many of you know some babies that died? Yeah. So what you do every day. Every day, every day, every day, every day. Or I should, maybe I should go, uh, subhanAllah, where's my phone? I should go like every day, 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 every day. Perhaps, perhaps you'll die that way. 
And I get it. You're young people. You're not thinking about death. I get it. You're young people. Young people don't think about death. Well, young people, you need to think about death. You need to think about death. Because for every single one of us, the thing that helps us, that really, really helps us, is that when I think about death, I think about heaven, I think about hell, I say, you know what? I'm going to do the right thing. I want to go do that, but heaven, hell, whew, whew. And I want to be in good company after I die forever. I want to be in the company of the Prophet Sallallahu I want to be in the company of Umar. I want to be in the company of Abu Bakr. I want my mom to be there. I want my brother to be there. I want to meet my father again in good company. So every day, every day, every day, every day, I got to live in a way that I'm comfortable to die. Because whatever it is that I'm doing every day, every day, every day, every day is what I may be doing the day that I die. And you don't get any do-overs. You don't get any redos. This is not Pac-Man. You don't get an extra life. You get one shot to die, one good death. That's all you got. You got one shot to live one life and die one good death. That's all you got. Please don't blow your shot at being in good company literally forever. Forever. And I get it. There's an old rap song. He says, forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. Like that, right? <laughs> he does. Yeah, yeah. Okay, excuse me. Right? And then, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I was like a kid. I stuck in my, yeah, mashallah. But, and then he says, Forever never seems that long until you're grown. So, yeah, you young guys ain't thinking about death. I got it. And you got some growing to do. You got some real life growing to do. Because forever is a mighty, mighty, mighty long time. And I pray that Allah Ta'ala puts your parents and all of your lineage back to Adam, and my family, and my lineage, all the way back to Adam, and any children that come from us, and any children that come from any of you, all the way down to the return of Esau, that after we all die, is that we are reunited in this good company in heaven with Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ameen.